This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 3, Boreham Wood 0. Wrexham go through to the quarterfinals of the FA Trophy for the fourth time in our history. And that was very, very satisfying indeed. Wrexham really looked compact and solid. You know, I've been thinking in the week we haven't had many full 90-minute performances really this season. I'd say pretty much that was one. Borough would start it better, but didn't make any chances. And once we started to click, we really had a sense of control. I don't know if I would necessarily say it was exciting. It was just controlled, and and I liked that. Um, let's not forget as well, Borough Wood are coming here off, off the back of a fantastic unbeaten run. Was it 15 games? They just won at Bournemouth. They only made three changes from that side. That's a strong Bournemouth team, and we really had them exactly where we wanted them from about well from about the first goal. So anyway, Phil Parkinson, interesting changes. He brought in Cal McFadzine for his debut. Rested Reese Hall Johnson, so Bryce Susanna switched over to the right hand side. He also gave a home debut to Tom O'Connor. And he brought Dan Jarvis in for his first start since he was injured against Bromley, playing off Ollie Palmer. So we had a sort of diamond in midfield, despite playing three at the back with Palmer on his own up front, although Jarvis was clearly given a loss of scope to go up and join him. And it works. I'm not saying it's a long-term plan, let's be honest. When Paul Mullen's suspension is over, he will be starting. But it did give us a little something extra. We did get bodies in the box pretty well. Jarvis linked things up quite nicely. He was very busy early on, especially dropping deep sometimes, getting high up the pitch sometimes. And, yeah, things worked. Like I said, the first 18 or so minutes, the, the game was a little bit shapeless. The weather was unpleasant. It was really cool. You can see how, if you're watching the video rather than listening to it, how bright my cheeks are from being out in the cold and the wind. And so it was windy. It was very cold. Boreham Woods were playing a, a more direct version of their game than we've seen probably in the last season or so against Wrexham. They used to be, remember, Boreham Wood, a real long ball side, and they've, they've, they've added more to their game since. But this was a bit more launch it into the teeth of the wind and see what happens. And they, they were more, the game has been played more on their terms, I would say, in the opening 15 or so minutes. But Wrexham defended perfectly comfortably. And when we started to make chances, they kept coming. The first one came in the 18th minute. It was actually a sloppy back pass by Jamie Record back at the race course for the first time since leaving us. And he played a back pass which rather hurried Ashby Hammond, the goalkeeper. And he had to sort of slash it away. Jordan Davis did really well in midfield, just nip in and then burst past Frankie Raymond, ran towards goal and smashed a 25-yarder with the outside of his left foot, which really moved from right to left and just missed going into the top left corner. Lovely strike by him. But that was the start of something. Within a minute, we were ahead and it was a lovely move. And lots and lots of credit for this. We've got to go to Max Cleworth. Wrexham moving the ball around at the back. Cleworth recognised that there was space in front of him to occupy. McFadzin had pushed up and there was a gap. And Cleworth made a nice little 10-yard run, 
demanded the ball from Toza, who rolled him in. And Klaus did, well, not did Roland played him in, and Klaus did beautifully. He had a really good picture of what was around him. Didn't bother looking as the ball came. He just hooked it on over the next man to give Max Fagzine plenty of time to measure his cross. And he stood a lovely little floating cross to the far post. Palmer got up, and again, nice technique. Just, just placed it above the keeper, and it drifted inside the far post. A really nicely constructed goal. Massive credit to Clareth for the way he read the game. And McFadzine, and he would show, not for the last time, showing that he's got good delivery from the flank. And Borumwood did get the ball in the racks from net within three minutes. It was an odd little incident. The goal was disallowed, obviously. It was uh, Jacob Mondi, who, playing against us last season for Wealdstone, was sensational and earned himself a move to Boreham Wood on the back of last season's performances, getting the ball and hitting a vicious, swerving shot from about 25 yards. Lainton dived and, and parried it. Um, the sort of one where you just feel you've got to punch it because it's moving so much that if you try and catch it, you could be embarrassed. But he punched it pretty much straight in front of him against the other extraction player, Scott Bowden. It hit him, dropped down for Danilo Orsi, and he had an easy tap-in. The weird thing about it was that, I mean, Bowden was clearly a long, long way offside. And so when the Munster ball hit him, you think, well, there's no danger here. But the flag didn't go up. And the flag didn't go up when Orsi scored. It was only afterwards when they started to celebrate, the flag went up. It was a strange one. Almost like linesman thought he was on a TV game and there was VAR. And he had to wait until the move finished before putting his flag up. It was a strange one. So anyway, it was definitely correct decision to disallow it. It was plainly he was standing offside. Borenberg were not amused. They were even less amused when the next interesting passage of play led to Wrexham's second goal. On this occasion, I mean, I want to say as well, one of the features that pleased me about this game, we've got our three January signings, and we're bringing in players from League One quality. That The technical aspect of our team is improving. And I thought there were a few times where that was striking, where just the accuracy of passing, the weight on passing was just much better than you usually see in the National League. And on this occasion, McFadden played a pretty simple ball forwards from the left-hand side to feed Jordan Davis. But the weight on it was perfect. And Jordan Davis's first touch was just silky, beautiful. Just without breaking stride, just pushed it into his path and then lashed it into the top left corner. A, a goal of, of genuine quality. Lovely, lovely goal that. And Wrexham were 2-0 up. And although Boreham would continue to, you know, get the ball forwards, they just didn't threaten us in the rest of the half. And we had other chances to get a third. A long throw-in was returned back to Ben Toza. And he's very good in these wide positions. He beat his man stood up a great cross at the far post, very similar to Palmer's goal. There was Palmer again in pretty much the same area, but maybe just slightly narrower angle. And he tried to head it with power, hit the outside of the post and bounced behind. Then in the second minute of added time, we nearly got quite a funny little opportunistic goal. The ball dropping wide on the right-hand side. Young got to it first, and he fizzed in a sort of an ambitious but clever pass into the box. Jarvis got goal side of the last defender but was onside, and if he'd been able to bring the ball into control, he'd have been all on his own in the box right through the middle. Um, he couldn't, and, and to be fair to him, it was a very difficult ball to control. It was coming at him at pace, and it was he was having to stretch for it. So he got his foot to it, but he couldn't control it. A shame, because that would have been a, a nice reward for a busy first half by Jarvis. 
second half, well, pretty much the same as the first. Wrexham won a succession of long throws from Tozer on the right-hand side. One of them very nearly led to the third in the 50th minute, a long throw in to the far post, headed away, but O'Connor won the ball back on the edge of the area. And then Palmer brilliantly flicked the ball over his man and from 15 yards drilled a shot across the keeper, which just shaved the far post. Uh, Borumwood, to be fair, then came back and, and made their one clear chance of the match. And it should have been 2-1. The free kick into the box half cleared. When it was played back in, Stevens, the centre-back, still up there, got up, nodded it into the goal mouth, and Tyrone Marsh looked like he had to score. He was on his own about eight yards out. He tried to be cute and play a little cushioned volley and just sort of place it beyond Lainton. And he placed it about a foot wide to the left post. It was a really poor finish from a player who, actually, to be fair, had shown the most attacking life, I would say, for Boren was dropping off from the front two and trying to make things happen. Wrexham, like I said, from this point on, were really in the comfort zone. The defence wasn't getting troubled at all. And the attack, you know, often on the breakaway, was looking very sharp. There were some nice switches of play, some really good passing by Palmer, by Davis, by Young. It was it was nice to watch. Toza was pinging diagonals. And it was it was good stuff. He felt it was going according to the, the game plan, if you will. One uh, particular fast break was... Very exciting, Palmer winning the ball on the halfway line, driving forwards. I mean, he was through on goal, but he was never going to have the pace to get there before the defenders, so he knew he had to come up with something different. Needed well to hold her up on the edge of the area. He used Luke Young as a decoy run, then he, he played the ball into the box. Jarvis got it back to goal, 10 yards out, and played a cute little back heel looking for Bryce Hosanna. It was just intercepted, or Hosanna would have been able to tap it home. By this point, McFadzine had been rested and Ozana was playing on the left-hand side with Hall Johnson um, coming on and slotting in on the right. And he would have an impact later on, although first, Ozana was chipping in. A lovely combination between him and Jordan Davis. Our second sub, Dior Angus, on for Jarvis, running through the middle. Davis looked to pick him out. I, I've got to say, I think, it's, I think Angus misread the situation, to be frank. It was, like I say, good build-up play. The defence was too high. And Davis just slid it down the left channel and should have put Angus one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. But Angus, just as the ball was being passed to him, seemed to check away, check out as if he wanted it to feet. And the ball just rolled past him. And I think there was nothing wrong with the pass. Angus just misread the situation. It was, it was a pity. But we did get a third, of course. Second added, uh, second minute of added time. Well, no, it was first minute of added time. Beg your pardon, as if it matters. A corner cleared and Hall Johnson did beautifully to receive the ball quite narrow about 30 yards out but he took his time and then swung a great cross in really hard to defend Aaron Hayden got up and just needed to help it on its way and nodded it into inside the far post and Wrexham had a 3-0 win a fantastic performance fantastic result looking at the individual performances Lainton I'm, I'm sure he must have enjoyed watching it as much as the rest of us did. Had very little to do, in all honesty. The centre-backs were good. I mean, Clareth, all three of them, firstly, defensively solid, as I said. Wrexham, when we had to defend our penalty area, defended it extremely well. Clareth's involvement in that first goal was terrific. He didn't get forwards as much as he sometimes does, but uh, he, that was a brilliant piece of play to spot the opportunity, and he deserves huge credit for it. Toza was just massive, and Hayden. 
uh, tools of sowing, commanding and, and imposing when players tried to come at him. It was good to watch, that was. In midfield, I, I continue to like the look of O'Connor. I mean, we, we spent money on him, he should be good. But he's very composed on the ball. He's strong, he wins his tackles, he wins his headers. And, he, he you know, he, he, like I say, he's unruffled and he'll play accurate passes with good pace on them. I I feel he's he's a good player. He's he's nailing down that area in front of the back three, which is what we needed. Ahead of him, Young was extremely industrious. Maybe didn't play as many of the the, the nice uh, eye catching passes or getting as many shooting positions as normal. But he was industrious as ever. Jordan Davis was brilliant. I mean, really looked to cut above his quality on the ball, his, his work rate, his passing, his shooting for that shot and then the goal. Absolutely brilliant all-round performance by Jordan Davis. Um, and then in the hole, Jarvis showed some nice sparks, was busy, was lively, would pop up in unexpected places. And I, think I troubled Boreham Wood. It was an unexpected move by us, but uh, I think it, it bore fruit and it gave Parkinson, I think, something to think about. Then I thought as well, huge kudos for Palmer who played tremendously up front, holding the ball up brilliantly. He was a goal threat. Quite apart from his goal, he's hit the post and drilled another just wide as well. He gave problems to the centre-backs. He brought players in well. He played one magnificent crossfield switch uh, with hardly a, a moment to look up and see what was on before hitting it perfectly. And again, shows these Football League-level qualities. That was good. That was really good. Man of the match... Wow, well, where things choose from, really. I mean, Tozer's certainly a contender. Um, Palmer, certainly a contender. It's got to be Jordan Davis, though. He was something else. That was excellent, really pleasing, and sets up nicely now for an away game in which Jarvis can again look to try and flit around and, and cause some problems, because that's given us an extra little, an extra little tactical option. Very good, very pleasing. With the final score... Of Wrexham Free Bournemouth Nil. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the final whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.